0: 37 Disney Street, which isn't far from you, three Disney fans have watched a film which they will now review. Hello friends and welcome
1: to 37 Disney Street. It's Christmas! So this week we're taking a look at three festive offerings currently on Disney+. Plus. For seven years, I haven't washed behind my ears. I'm Chris Fletcher.
2: Mmm, processed meat. I'm Lucy Rain. Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. Hello, children.
0: I'm here. Ray.
1: <laughs> what was that voice? You? I don't know. It was, a it was almost fuzzy. Singing. Oh, there it's, we go. That's why I was
2: going to say so that's it, not out of the three that we've just watched. Christmas is coming.
1: It was very okay. Frank Oz. That's what it was.
2: Yeah, indeed.
1: <laughs> so here we are in yeah. another classics, another Christmas special. Yeah, and um, we're,
0: we're going to rattle off three this time. Yeah,
1: yeah, now, three different. Films, in quotations. I
0: mean, these aren't classics or anything, but we'd have some other ones mixed in. But I, I guess these will have a rightful place on our list, won't they?
1: Yeah. I wonder whether we need to put like an asteri- asterisk next to them or something, or to define them in a different way to make it clear that these aren't full-length films, but more kind of things.
0: Like when um, on Top Gear, when they do the test, uh, with the track, Chal- uh, what's it called the challenge around the track and they put yeah. wet
2: star in a reason price car
0: right and they put that's wet the afterwards mm. after so maybe score. we should put wet after these sometimes three then
2: sometimes they put VW very wet
1: mm. what about snowy we could put snowy festive yeah. yeah could do so what are we doing here tell me which ones are we doing
0: well we're going to do um, Once Upon a Snowman Oh, that's a is new called, Frozen is thing called, isn't it yeah is it called Frozen Once Upon a Snowman uh, maybe it's shorter I so. than I thought when when we watched that uh, it was only about 10 minutes but um, we're also going to look at Lego Holiday Special Star Wars sorry Lego Star Wars Holiday Special where's the and, bell? Uh, ding it, you listen he doesn't
2: ding himself
0: I, I, I sometimes I do <laughs> hypocrisy
2: uh, that's not what I've
0: heard the third one <laughs> is a little classic animation called Santa's Workshop from 1932 Oh, so, uh, yeah. Silly Symphony. Yes, that's right. So, the first one we're going to look at is Once Upon a Snowman, Frozen Once Upon a Snowman. And, mm-hmm. um, well, should we have Bonnie uh, just tell us a bit about it?
1: Yeah, let's jump in. I just watched Olaf's Frozen
3: Once Upon a Snowman. It's about a snowman called Olaf and it comes to life and he needs to find a nose but he only has a sausage for a nose and then like werewolves trying to eat the sausage on his nose so he gives it to a really cute one and it licks him but it actually happens meanwhile the actual film Frozen My favourite bit is when a cute werewolf is praying for the sausage and when it licks him. My favourite character is the oaken who owned a shop where he got his sausage. My favourite song is Let It Go because we didn't have any songs except for the ones in the film which were the barn song or Let It Go. I'd give it about a four out of five. Again, Merry
0: Christmas, everybody! So that's it.
2: We knew this was coming to Disney Plus well in advance. I'm like, oh, they're releasing uh, *Once Upon a Snowman* this weekend. Hugh had uh, decided we could not watch it till Christmas, which starts on. November the sixth. As everybody yes. knows, the
0: day after Boss yes. night. Mm-hmm.
2: But it wouldn't let. Us, I think it was released mid October, and you won't let us watch it. I, I, no, uh, it didn't. I, it's
0: not. Like I wouldn't let no, them no, watch no. it. No, no, no. Okay,
2: okay. I'm not, I'm, he doesn't rule the house of the Ninth. It's It's in front we of the TV. <laughs> it was suggested by Hugh and agreed by the rest of us. We wouldn't. Well, us that we won't watch it till then. So we messaged our intentions to you, and you went. Won't bother. It's disappointing. And I was like, ah.
0: So actually, now, I, I didn't rush to see it. For yes. that reason,
2: Chris. Now, do you stand by that, Chris?
0: <laughs> Look,
1: <laughs> I, I can't decide. I, the the thing is, for me, um, I've been let down by Frozen Shorts before. Um,
2: do you have commitment the, issues when it comes to... Frozen,
1: frozen Fever was all right. It was all right. It was a bit of something. It was all right. But at that point in time... I didn't particularly like Frozen. I wasn't bothered about what was what was coming up in that world. Then they announced they were doing another film. Really, wasn't bothered about that. Um, then they brought out the Olaf Frozen Adventure, which I really, really enjoyed, and and that is a staple. Will get played at Christmas in our house every year for as long, uh, you know, till the end of time. So I was excited for this. I was really excited for it, especially as after you know how much I like Frozen Two, um, and. I just felt a bit let down by it. The length of it was part of what let it down for me. Um, but also, um, you can have too much Josh Gad. I think that's that's the thing for me. You can have too much of him. And and that's
0: the problem. I should like it. Well, my expectations were, were rock bottom. And when I watched finally watched it, and I watched it about two weeks ago, and then I watched it again today, I really, really like it. Do you? I really like it. I think it's I think it's really funny and I think it's very clever. Well, um I mean like what have we got here? Like it, it for me it adds to the original Frozen because I'm not that bothered about the, the, the first Frozen film, I think it's okay. Yeah. Um I don't think it's great at all. Um and this really adds something to it and it makes sense for these gaps to be filled because um Olaf he's made during the let it go song. And then we don't see him again until he yeah. bumps into Anna and Kristoff.
2: Um, in a totally different place.
0: And now we get to see what he's actually been up to. Now, there is an argument that's, that you know, says um, everything should be... Uh, but, you know, that, that Frozen should work on its own and we shouldn't need a backstory. But I think that I'll let that slide because this is rewarding for me. It adds a bit extra and it makes me, it makes me think... Like, when I watch Frozen, I'll, I'll know in the back of my mind, oh, Olaf was outside then, but we didn't know.
2: It's also well, that um, kind of been a spectator within a story that you already know, and it, it's a trope that they use in Back to the Future, particularly Back to the Future 2.
1: That's exactly what I've yeah, written down about this, you, about you're this really piece. this you've really a story
2: you've already seen, but you've seen it from yeah. different angles, and you know what's about to happen, and it, it, it's a really, really good device, and it's usually... It's satisfying. Everywhere. It is very satisfying. It, and particularly yeah. my favourite bit was when I realised... The wolves, you know, when Christoph suddenly see uh, hears the wolves, and then
0: there, exactly. That, yeah. I loved that. Yeah, um, yeah, he's been chased by the wolves, and at that point, I'd forgotten that that was going to lead up to the bit in the film where they yeah. get chased by wolves. So mm. I just, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, pretty smart, pretty well done.
1: I think that I really didn't enjoy the sausage nose, and <laughs> that massively, massively tainted it for me. What, what I did like about it is, I, I absolutely agree with you. Lucy, what you said. Generally, the idea of revisiting a film or a, or a scene in a film and showing it from a different point of view so you, you're getting the inside story and stuff. I love that. It's one of the reasons I love Back to the Future 2 is that whole third act of Back to the Future 2 where everything's happening at the same time as the the original film's happening. It's brilliant. And, and on the whole, I really like that. But the thing that really stood out for me and the thing that I like about this, as much as I said it's not worth it, is the opportunity to have more visuals of that whole bit when they're walking through the all the trees with the icicles and stuff because I love that in, in Frozen. I think that's one of the best, best little bits in the film is, the, is just the visuals of that. Um, and I wanted more of it. So in that sense, I was really quite pleased about it.
0: Mm. I'm
1: just... I, I'm weighing up whether... <laughs> The thing is, Olaf doesn't make this film doesn't make the films for me in Frozen no. of either of them, and I find him a bit much. And we've had a lot of um, homemade uh, Frozen shorts with uh, Olaf Frozen shorts this year through lockdown. People who've been working at my home, Jessica, been voicing it and stuff, and it just felt to me like another one of those. And I think that's that's what tainted it for me. But I didn't not enjoy it. I didn't think it was. Garbage. I
0: just, it just I wasn't like for to me. Think we, uh, that, that we found out where his summer obsession came from, because mm. that's another thing where, <laughs> yeah I, it it never really occurred to me that that was missing from the first one. But now when you watch, when you think back, you think, yeah, where is this obsession? Called? He's been alive for like a few hours, basically. Yeah. yeah. Why is he obsessed with summer? And they've, you know, they've filled that gap. Yeah. I true. Like true. It.
2: Hmm. Mm. And I'd just just to go right back to the beginning with your expectations, this was never marketed or presented as anywhere near what Olaf's Frozen adventure was. That was real. There was a lot of anticipation behind that. It's a good twenty five minutes long, isn't it? Yeah. People complained yeah, yeah. because
0: they went to the cinema to watch something else, and then that was like nearly half an hour. Mm. And they were like, "What? What is this? I thought it was going to be ten minutes." This,
2: yeah, this was, I presume, I presume it would have been a shot in front of Seoul. Or something. What's what else hasn't come out this year? It wouldn't have been in front of Mulan, would it? No. I think it probably mm. meant to be in front of Soul, um, but it, for expectations wise, it, it was it was a bonus. It's like a little bonus thing. It's but, not got a big big marketing. Yeah. And yeah. On
0: expectations, I like that. That the start it starts with Let It Go, and you're like, all right, here we go. And then she throws a cape off, and it whacks Olaf, oh, and he goes <laughs> yeah. sliding off down the hill. It's funny. Mm. I like it. It's like um, I don't know. It's like it's like Genie's written it, you know, Je- you know. You know, like if if Genie was like in the sidelines watching it and you know taking it off on a tangent, it was like that for me. Do you know what? I haven't watched it again for this. I haven't watched it again.
1: I've gone on how I saw it and what I thought of it at the time. And as you're talking about it, it's bringing back memories of it, and I feel more positive about it than. Mm than maybe I did at the time, but I watched it before Christmas and that in itself might have had an impact on it, but I
0: don't know. Mm. It's not very Christmassy, though, is it?
1: No, No, it's not particularly. I think that might be part
0: of... Yeah, that might be part of it. Maybe that's what I wanted. I don't know. Have you watched the um, Corridor Crew on YouTube? No. They do... um, VX artists, sorry, FX artists react to videos, things like that. But they also have an animators mm. one. And uh, the guy who animated Olaf when he uh, has been chased by the wolves, he was on it and he was explaining how he took the head and he put the stick legs on. And as he's having him run along, he actually, if you freeze frame it, he's actually used uh, sort of old Warner Brothers techniques of like... Having three legs. Having multiple, like more than the two mm. legs to give that impression of more movement. And it's really, it's quite interesting. So I appreciate that a bit more knowing... Like some uh-huh. the backstory to it um, I can't exactly remember where that is but it's one of the recent Animator Reacts uh, Corridor mm-hmm. Crew videos ah yeah, cool yeah. so what do I reckon should we score it yep uh, anything yeah. else to say nope no I don't think so uh, I'll kick it off I am going to give the story a whacking 10 wow you, I thought it was really funny and like I say, it plugged all the gaps, and it added to the first film, which I wasn't that bothered about. So it's 10 from me. Animation, I've given it a 9, because it's all perfectly decent. There's just nothing new, that extra little thing for me. And music, I give it a 7. Again, it's fine, but there's not much there to it. Uh, but I do appreciate the fact that they cut off Let It Go for comical reasons. So 10, 9, and 7 from me. Mm-hmm.
2: I will give the story a nine. It would nearly be a ten, but similar to you, Chris, I'm not bothered about Josh Guard. And I do find Wandering Oak a bit icky as well. I don't mm. find him as hilarious as other people do. What do you give mm. it? A nine. Uh animation, uh eight. It's it's fine, it is what it is, but there, there was nothing in the art or design or direction or anything that like inspired or blew me away particularly. Um the music I just think it's so clever the way that um let it go sort of because it doesn't just stop it carries on singing in the background and you can just hear it and it kind of punctuates his movements so i'm going to give that an 8 uh
1: 6 for story for me um and it, it's fine it is what it is but it, it, i don't know it didn't didn't set my heart aflutter um and i don't know I, i'd be more interested in other things that were happening in the background probably than what was happening to a snowman um, but that's just me, maybe. Um, animation, well, it's hard to fault it, so I've, I've given it a nine. I am faulting it slightly, but I've given it a nine. I thought I, I just think some of the visuals are stunning, still. But you know, it's a standard we've become accustomed to, isn't it? Um it's fine and, Yeah, and and sound, yeah, it's, it's difficult to fault the sound as well. Really, I mean, it's all it's all good. I've given it an eight.
0: Did you give the story a six? Yes. That's eighty-two, wow. which, ain't, which ain't bad for a little ten-minute short, there, is it? Not at all. There we go. Where would you like to go next? Let's go to a galaxy far, far away. Ah.
1: Tell me about the Star Wars Holiday Special.
4: So, it's about when it's Christmas Day and, like, Ray, Finn, BB-8 and, like, Poe are all getting ready For Christmas, so Chewbacca's family can come round. But while that is happening, Poe says about Chew's family, Ray's trying to train Finn, but he didn't go out well and then she went and read books and, and it said there's a key and it could make you go back to the past, so she went to where the key lives and then she saw her master, she saw her master's master, She saw her master's father and her master's father's master. Then the emperor gets the key and he keeps going back and forth. And then they get the key back and Ray goes back. And then she tells him, like, what she knows. It finishes when there's a massive feast. And, oh... Ray asks Finn to cut the food with a lightsaber, but he accidentally cuts the plate and the whole table, (laughs) too. My favourite bit was when she said, I saw my master, saw my master's master, saw my master's father, and I saw my master's father's master. That was my favourite bit. My favourite character was Ray. I would give it a five out of five.
1: Now, generally, I really like it when films revisit other films and different areas of films and stuff, a bit like Back to the Future 2. And yeah. I feel like we're heading down that same route again with this film, to a yeah. certain extent. We are. Bit,
2: bit it's a bit more endgame, a bit more multiverse, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah th- and, there's a bit uh, of... Uh... I didn't think it worked in this. This is a bit. St- that's exactly what I put, and
1: I, in this case, <laughs> it doesn't work. I, I think there's You have to be a fan of Lego films, Lego cartoons, to be able to appreciate this stuff because it's very much got its own style. And I'm not a fan of the humour personally. It's too obvious, too in your face. It, it bothers me.
2: You see, I am in the Lego Movie and the second Lego Movie that I can't remember what they called it. But none of the others, I'm not into. You know all the spin offs, all the Star Wars ones, the Batman. You can see. Uh, you can see in the, the Lego Movie the. the l-
1: sorry, Lisa. Uh, you, you can tell in in the Lego Movie the the extra levels of production that have gone into it. Mm. And and that's what sets it apart. And and the thing is they churn these things out. They're just continually churning them out and churning them out and churning them out since, since Lego movie and before Lego movie too, there was a Lego Batman movie. There was a Lego Ninjago movie. You know, they're just a constant and they're all the same. It, it's like that. Did you ever watch um, touch of cloth? The, <laughs> the, the um, frost spoof yeah. thing.
0: Uh, well, not really, but I know a lot right. of it. So, so um,
1: my nephew, Chris, mutual friend, well, well relative, uh, came came to our house one night and said, you need to watch this. It's a, it's a three-parter. It's it's like Frost, but it's all just like, it's comedy. And after watching five minutes of it, I got it and I didn't need to watch three mm. hour-long episodes of it to that get it That same person also did all. that
0: with me in Muppets 2. <laughs> he, he said, oh, you've got to go see it him and Dan went to see it at the cinema he said you've got to see it is
2: that Muppet's Most Wanted I yeah. seem to remember yeah. and, going
0: I watched, on <laughs> and I watched it and I was like um,
2: <laughs> it was okay
0: mate but you know
2: mm.
0: <laughs> bless him I look
2: um, forward to
1: reviewing that film because it, it has some big holes i okay. <laughs> my
2: my problem with it was well I, I had many many problems with it if I'm <laughs> honest but one of the big ones was it really was advertised quite heavily as a holiday special. Yeah. Um, they didn't need to do that. They could have been Not... a little bit more subtle with the life day thing, they went holiday special. And it was, it was just like somebody wanted to make a film that had nothing to do with life day or Christmas. And then every sort of, so often a manager would go, um, can you stick a Christmas jumper right. on well, it is... Or something.
0: <laughs> My <laughs> problem with this is, I don't know why it exists, because they've actively disowned the original holiday special. So yeah. if you're going to disown it, well, do that. Don't make something that kind of takes the mick out of it. But then again, if that's what you want to do, at least make it funny. Yeah, yeah. This isn't yeah, funny. Agreed. They even do a you-can-say-that-again gag. No.
1: No. No. Do you know what else annoys <laughs> straight me? Straight off the bat, what annoys me is they introduce the characters, and it's Lego versions of characters, and you recognise all of them. But
0: well, Po, po as a Lego character,
1: Po is not a recognisable character anyway, particularly, no. apart from the actor, if you're using a, a visual of him. So you bring Poe in, not in his usual get-up, but in a Christmas jumper, with someone else's voice, Yeah, how do you? and at no point do they reference the fact that he's Poe. You've just I, got to assume it. I didn't. I didn't know who Rose was
0: at first. I, I said, Lucy, who's that?" Yeah. I th- at first, I thought it was his mum because she yeah. whacks him, and I thought, "Was that his mum?" <laughs> and like Ray sounds so manly.
1: Him. Oh, <laughs> the voice um, acting is just a yeah. Oh, yeah. you know?
0: Um, there's, I think that might that voice might work for Americans and Daisy Ridley. Like Daisy Ridley, I think she's a, she's a fine actress, but I think that mm. voice. Might work for Americans because it's British and it's slightly exotic, but for for, for me, maybe for us as uh, as Brits, that voice is awful. It's really character characterless. Mm. And there's a bit where she goes, "That's Master Luke, and that must be Yoda."
2: It's right,
0: <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> who
2: who was in um, Friends? That's what I was gonna say, Helen Baxendale Helen Baxterdale, Kate Beckinsale. I get those two mixed up. That's what I was Kate Beckinsale, um hmm. Keira Knightley. And Daisy Ridley have this very But sp- and people but it isn't Daisy brought, Ridley they have um this home counties accent, which actually represents a really really, really small area of England, and a really it's just it, but for some reason Americans have decided that is the british accent yeah and it it's not, but most sort of actresses. That particularly actresses, not so much actors, but actresses that you see in Hollywood, have all got this real. It's kind of somewhere around Reading.
0: It's yeah, kind of yeah, that, you're right.
2: That kind of accent, and it's just it's not indicative of Britain at all. And it does my head in. That's off on mm. a different tangent. Talk.
0: Well, she does actually sound like, like you say, like Helen Baxendale. Because I, I thought, um, yeah, I, I thought that that was gonna be my my big joke for this, but then Lucy said that. I was like, oh, I've got that written down too. But it's like you know, um, it's actually like gonna go. Look, Ross, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi.
2: Mm. <laughs> Ross.
0: Mm.
1: Whose idea was it? You know, when you're thinking about things, we're going to do this f- film and we're going to have a narrator. Who's the best character to narrate this? Oh, well, Yoda, obviously, because he says everything backwards and that'll be funny. Why? Why? It just don't work. We know um, it doesn't work because as soon as they gave Yoda more lines in, the, in episodes one to three, you could see that that character didn't work because of that. So don't do it. No, no, and
0: that, that voice isn't isn't. I'm, I Good. just feel like I feel like there's probably better Yodas out there. It's all, it's pretty it's pretty decent, but uh, after a while you start to hear it going in places. Yeah. Um, now he, here's the thing, hmm.
1: Lego. Um, Frozen Northern Lights has a lot of the Frozen cast involved in it and doing voices. This mm. has nobody. Oh no, it does. It it has C three PO. It has um, what's his face?
2: And Lando, and Rose Tito, Anthony
1: Daniels. Yeah, Anthony Daniels. Yeah, uh, Lando. yeah, sorry. Yes, and and Rose. And that's it. Kelly
2: Marie Tran's in it.
1: Everybody else yeah. is just is, is voice actors. Mm. And it it makes a difference. I, I I do honestly think it makes a difference. But it's badly written. It doesn't look particularly great. Well, it...
0: the, the whole premise of them, like they've had to find a reason for her to flit around through time, so they can see greatest hits of Star Wars. Mm. And I just found it a bit lame. Um
2: I didn't follow the story, if I'm really honest.
0: I nodded off. I, I fell asleep the first time I watched it, and the
1: second time I watched it, um, well, let's just say I might not know what happened for the last ten minutes, because I might have left the room. Right. Well, uh, I, I just I'd had that enough.
0: It got to a point me where it was starting to annoy me a bit. I just it wasn't engaging enough. Um, it was nice to see Chewie's family again, but then <laughs> yeah. it's weird yeah. when... Um, what's what's Orange Yoda called? Maz turns up and she says, where's my... <laughs> She says, she says, <laughs> she's orange-flavored Yoda. She says, uh, "Where's my boyfriend?" But it's like, whoa, whoa, his wife's over there. Man. Yeah,
2: and that was yeah. one. That was a joke she made in something. It's not. It was very literal the way she said it in that context. I yeah. love the idea that that's. I can imagine like a '90s Tangard advert, and that being yogurt with Tangard.
1: The The highlight for me was the very, very quick Mandalorian reference, that. and apart uh, yeah, from that uh,
0: as soon as I heard the little musical sting, I looked up because mm. I'm so used to uh, t- to that at the moment, but there was some stuff with and the... uh, Vader and Palpatine that was amusing like the stuff with the mug Palpatine yeah. sounded like Stewie Griffin <laughs> like... Oh, and actually, you know what was a really good bit, is um, Palpatine falling down that shaft and during that time realising that he's, he's messed up his life and he's going to you know, he's going to turn over a new leaf and be good and then he gets incinerated. Then he hits the bottom. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's, he's had a Scrooge moment Oh, but he's he's dead. <laughs> Too late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He sounded like Stewie Griffin from Family Guy. I was going to ask
2: yeah. if it was Stewie. I, think I don't think it was him. I don't, don't know. don't think I, it was? It did I sound it very was. like him. What, Palpatine? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, he did sound a lot like him but, but with a bit of... Uh,
0: to a new
1: leaf. We're, Yeah. Mm. But we're with a bit of a break in his voice as well. Do, do that but with a bit of a break. Operational
0: in. battle station. But you've got to put a bit of that into it as
1: well. And then you've got it, a bit of that.
0: We armed
2: operational battle
1: station. Va- your, your
2: on a slight tangent, Chris, and we worked on mm. this, because this isn't the programme. Where are you in the Mandalorian at the moment?
1: Um I've I've only finished the first episode of season two, so I've got all the exciting stuff. I've seen a lot of spoilers, but um, as I tweeted to Hugh, or uh, message to Hugh earlier today, uh, the spoilers don't generally spoil things for me. I'm usually all right. I knew everything in in Game of Thrones that was going to happen, and I still thoroughly enjoyed it. And I still uh, my jaw dropped at the right times and stuff. So. Yeah, mm. It'll be hard. it be re. He'll be re. Um, Interesting. But I'm going. I'm going to um, watch probably a lot of that this week when I get the opportunity.
0: It dad? Dad? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's been a lovely ride, is that? Um, yeah. Are we done with Star Wars Holiday Special? I, yes, gladly. Can I just hate on it a little bit more
1: for a second and just yeah, say, if this it. score's better than the Star Wars Holiday Special, there is something seriously wrong in this world, because it is not good, okay? I'm so just score, setting that back. I know,
0: but... The score I'm not to beat, where is it? Oh I thought oh fifty five. Yeah, it feels low, Ooh, doesn't it? It's Lucy's low. fault. We see, every time we talk about it we're like, it feels
1: low. Know, and Lucy's like, right I can't believe all, it's that high. It's <laughs>
2: absolute garbage. I don't even find it ironically quirkily funny at all. Have you
1: wa- have you watched uh, the have you watched it this year at all, Hugh?
0: No, it's usually Boxing Day watch.
1: Yeah, I am I'm, I'm definitely gonna be watching it um next Because it's just, just great.
2: You do that while I glaze the ham. Yeah. Did
1: they sing the song at the end, at least? They
0: sang... No. No, they didn't. Really? Yep. What we the hell is the point? Our day of peace. No, would you not would like happy. to uh, kick off the scores there.
1: Yeah, go on then. Um, so, for the story, I've given it a very, very generous four. Um... From an animation point of view, right, I didn't say this before, but I just want to say this as well, because my point about Touch of Cloth was this. Once you've seen an animated Lego model move about a bit and knock something over and it falls to bits three or four times, you kind of get it and you've seen it, and, and it's an engine you don't need to see anymore. So because of that, I've given the animation a five. Um, and then it's very hard, unfortunately, and this is where we're going to struggle, but it's very hard to... Um, give the music a low score because it's Star Wars music and the music is great. So, But at the same time, I want this to score badly, so I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I had Can given it a nine, but I you know what? I can't justify this having a nine in any category. I'm sorry. I Can just I just can't.
2: embellish on what you said? Well, first of all, story three, put that on record. What you said about <laughs> the animation, Chris, is the reason that they're able to... um churn these out for so many different genres and they've got um video games and stuff is that the mm. models are already built and the the animations exactly. already done exactly. three yeah for starry so they can just take you know a little bit of animation that they did for Batman change the you know the outer layer and they've got it they don't, there's not even fabric on most of yeah. these characters so animation it's fine but the there was no artistry, or effort put in. Oh God, they'd hate me if they heard that one. Now I'm going to give that. A far. It's people who
1: slaved for hours I and know. hours on this.
2: I feel terrible. Weeks. It's not groundbreaking, let's be honest. Um, and then music. Well, I, this is the same thing. I thought. Well, once you've got John Williams's thing coming in at the end, I mean, that's the greatest piece of music ever written or one of. So I'm going to, but I can't remember much else. I'm going to. I'm going to give it a six.
0: I forgot to say in the previous one, um, while Bonnie did the summary, Lucas also scored it. Mm. Um, what did he give it? Oh, a uh, four. For Once Upon a Snowman? A four. Four, okay. Yeah, uh, exactly. So same with this. Um, Lucas has given it a five, hasn't he? But Bonnie also gave it a four. Mm-hmm. Right, so just, yeah, anyway. now
2: Lucas gave this a five.
0: Yeah, he absolutely loved it.
2: Um, in fact,
1: but, but one sense. of the reasons I didn't I watch the end the of it.
2: Ringing.
1: Well, it does make sense. Yeah, you're right. I, the, one of the reasons that, that I didn't watch the last no, 10 no. minutes of it is that he kept pausing it and taking it back to watch to watch bits again
0: oh, um, because he yeah. was
1: enjoying it that much.
0: I, I mean, it makes, sense, it makes sense because of his age and it's Star Wars and it's Lego. You know, what's not yeah. to love? No, you know I mean? exactly. Um, yeah. But I've put a six for story because I just think it's... It's for children, really. It's not clever enough to hold an adult's attention. Not an intelligent adult. <laughs> <Anyway>. um,
2: <laughs> there's people. I, I hope we haven't offended thinking, any listeners I here. I quite like it. Yeah.
0: Well, I added that for those people. Animation. It's hard to judge because it's Lego. I've given it seven because it's fine. Uh, music is fine because it's Star Wars, but there's nothing new, Seven. Uh, I might be a second totting this up.
2: Though. Yeah, well, do you know what? If See, you're always so harsh, and that was quite a harsh comment. People at home are enjoying it. If you don't have to talk about it on a podcast, if Bonnie just stuck this on, I'd like it in the background. It's fine. It's gentle, humor. Yeah. There's nothing offensively bad about it or anything it was just, when you sit down and and take it apart, brick by brick, if you Mm. don't mind the pun. it's, there's just there's nothing of substance there whatsoever but Mm, then was it marketed? It's not made for cinema, it wasn't heavily marketed it's a bit of fluff for Disney Plus
0: Scores are in Chris, you're not going to be happy? No 58
2: I blame the kids for that
1: Um, Can I knock my music score down, please? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's
0: down. Lego, Star Wars, holiday special. That's disappointing. Do you know?
2: That's um, more
1: disappointing. I think Oliver and Company possibly should have scored higher. I'm. No. What?
2: I I would go back and. Modify my scores for the, uh, the the Star Wars Christmas special. If I could,
1: well, I, I did quite enjoy Darth half of Darth Maul getting involved in a fight. I kind of enjoyed that.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he turned up, oh, yeah. Bonnie went. <laughs> um, Bonnie said, "Oh, it's that guy." <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know how she knows that guy. Yeah,
0: she's just. Do you know what? He's guy. very he's very visually striking, and like whenever she's seen him, she's been like, "Oh, he's that nasty guy from Star Wars." so yeah, you know what I mean, she takes notice of him.
2: Do you know, just on a general Star Wars rant, you know how, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Solo, you know how um yeah. he, he crops up at the end of Solo, and then it appears that they're not going to carry on with the Solo films because yeah. it's a bit of a flop. I'm like, so you're just going to kind of leave that thread unpulled, are you? That's just going to sit out there in the universe. No one's going to explain Red Dog. Well,
0: there's going to be uh, a Lando TV series.
2: Do you think it'll be mm, okay? Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: And she could be in it then, couldn't she?
1: And when when is that in in the well Donald overall is timeline? Donald
0: Glover's in it, so Donald Glover's in it, so
2: probably... that's not been confirmed. I don't think. No, has not it? Everyone. but expecting...
1: but when does when does Solo take place in the whole timeline?
2: Um, sort of 30, twenty years before A New Hope, I think.
1: So when's that in terms of
0: Episode Three? Twenty, not twenty years. Ten, well, ten, that,
2: about ten years, maybe. How much younger is he? Well, okay, yeah, ten years. Well, ten years. What I'm
0: trying to say is, is, is the scope for
1: some, for, for some involvement in the, um,
2: Mandalorian.
1: No, the other, the other series is being made. The uh, Cassian uh, Andor. I can't remember. No. Uh, oh, is is the, no the
0: the um Obi wan Oh God, there's so many of them. <laughs> I, know. I think they're they're about to be in, well. We're, we're going to discuss this on a, a future show, aren't we? Mm. But I think they're in danger of suddenly mm. going Oh, this one thing was popular. Let's make a million of them. <laughs> and, yeah. and they're
1: still not going to fix the Muppets.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that brings us on to 1932's Santa's Workshop. Um, um,
2: this is your suggestion, Chris, and I'd just like to say. Thank
0: you. It was my suggestion? <gasps> oh, it was, was Hugh's he? suggestion.
2: Yeah. Hughie. Yeah. Thank
0: um, you. So, uh, on this one, Ollie is going to is going to take Lucas's five points for he scoring, is. isn't he? He is. So, should, should we hear what little Ollie has to say?
1: Ollie, tell me about Santa's workshop.
3: They always make toys. And the toys jump hidden to Santa's sack and some walk hidden. And I'm going to give it a four out of six. Five. No, a four out of six.
1: Four out of five.
3: Four out of five.
1: (laughs) What toys did you see? Those toys. You're pointing at something, Ollie. Turn around. You're pointing at something, but this is sound. T- oh, lucky. Um. I
3: love the toys that I can see. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas, I you have a Merry
1: Christmas. Ho, 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 <laughs> ho, for the podcast, I, I really quite enjoyed recording that.
0: I haven't listened to it yet, I haven't uh, edited it, so I'd take oh, it away for it. Oh, oh no, I, I should just go, <laughs> Yes, it was really good. Yes, no, it was great. Oh, <laughs> I'm about lovely. to find out in about half an hour, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, 1932, a silly symphony. Hmm. It's, oh man, it's just in my notes I put, It is dripping with classic, timeless Christmasness. Yes. My
2: word would be charming.
1: It's charming, charming, it is. It, it's delightful. Do you know what we've? Because of the nature of what we're doing with this show, we've skipped over this whole period of, of silly symphonies and stuff because we started after it, and mm. uh, and it, it's, you just forget how nice they are.
2: You can see it as the parent of Snow White, though, can't you? Oh
1: yeah. Without a doubt. we mm-hmm. talked about that a lot, didn't we in the first episode? Well, I I, I kept going on about it anyway. But, the older brother. No yeah.
2: I'm just gonna I'm gonna um delve straight into an animation point. Um and this might sound like a con, but it's part of it a pro that I thought was charming, in that there's an awful lot of cycles going on, loops, yeah. walk yeah. cycles, mm-hmm. play cycles. And um these days that would be seen as cheap. Because we know that it is, but in those days, because the amount of effort and skill that went into it. It's not just
0: that, it's a silly symphony, so it's music-based. Yes, you've got the rhythm. Loops of Mm -hmm. music. Yes. And sometimes also, like, it takes two goes for the gag to sort of cement itself in the mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's bits with toys where they're going along where they do everything twice. Mm. Kind of helps, helps it sink in a bit.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was gonna where I was gonna go with it. In that, I just found it so lovely and easy and comfortable to watch. Have,
0: have, have we mentioned that this is a Disney Plus special? We just said we're reviewing no, said three that. things. You did, three, right?
1: yeah, three things okay. cu- current three festive Good. things that are currently on Disney Plus. Yeah,
0: so Santa's yeah, Workshop. You can find it on on Disney Plus. Yeah,
1: and you should um, you should find it on Disney Plus because it's it's charming.
0: It is it's just a lovely little five minutes of Christmas. It's, it's um, lovely to look at. It's just, yeah. It's just, just I nice. Love, I just love that era of American Christmas, yeah, and Halloween as well. You know, the sort of 30s to 50s. I love it all. Um, but Bonnie did ask some challenging questions during it, like um, when were, when all the elves are on the production line. She said she was watching them making the the rocking horses, and she said, oh, yeah. "What if someone wants something uh, different?" That they don't make. So then we're like, oh, um, uh, but Lucy said Santa can go shopping as well. Back in the
1: thirties, these are the only things that that were ever well, made. I was gonna say they that they were the but
0: toys. I was gonna say there was less choice there. So you know, they would have just said a doll, toy soldier, rocking horse. Maybe maybe I should have said that. But uh, yeah, we were like, he can he can also shop for things. You know.
1: Do you know what I like about it? <laughs> When I was a kid, um, like you, probably the idea of Santa's workshop and toys being made in a in a factory was just a, a really nice thought, like wooden toys and stuff. And that's what my dad did for a living. Oh,
2: I know he, he did. He had his
1: own toy company, and and so and whenever I watch these things,
2: a fair bit like Santa as well. Maybe he's He definitely where,
1: got the beard going, yeah. But he, he just he he that that, that whole idea to me it just reminds me makes me feel very nostalgic for my childhood just because of that you know one year i remember we got uh some w- wooden trucks for christmas that that they'd made on the thing but uh that, that they made in the factory and i'd been wanting one for ages and we we got all kinds of different things but we never really used to get stuff from the factory certainly not new things we get we get new the new stuff that they've been trying out we get the uh, their prototypes, maybe when they then went into making things properly, or we get older versions of them that 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 they'd finished with that a bit battered and bruised that had been used on the tours and stuff. But we never got our own proper new ones, and this is what we got. And it, so for me, this it's just quintessentially Christmassy childhood goodness, and that's what I love about it.
2: I have one criticism: the choice of a cool blue for the um, elves' uniforms. Aww. As they're all waving him goodbye at the end, I thought. I like it. It's not Christmassy to me. It's the wrong uh, colour.
0: This is before I have... a lot of those colours were like really concreted.
2: Mm, I suppose so.
0: I, I had no
1: problems with the colours. I had one criticism which is to do with the sound quality. Um, and I know it's very of its time. It's just that a lot of the dialogue and this, particularly the singing... Is so distorted. It's very difficult to hear what's being said. But again, very much of its time, very much of that kind of standard of, of a uh, of film. I think at the time, it, it's a minor criticism for me because I think the music's great as well.
0: And what else is um, of the time is Santa's laugh. There are so many productions <laughs> that use that 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 actor. You know, it's a, It's not a jolly laugh. It's a kind of. A, it's kind of awful loud mocking it's, like, ha, 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 ha. it's horrible the mm. stupid oh, oh, oh. I can't do it <clears throat> but well yeah it's like it's, 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 it's nightmarish is what it it he's yeah, got a nightmarish yeah. laugh
2: see that didn't strike me mm. the laugh has been nightmarish
0: but as soon as I heard it I thought oh that's that laugh that's in things
2: that's so you Hugh I liked the um, the sequence just talking about his laugh where he laughed and then swallowed an aeroplane and then spat out the aeroplane <laughs> and then the aeroplane knocked things off shelves. And then that, Bonnie went, oh, look, you made a setup," up. Because when it fell off, it kind of made a little town thing of yeah. itself hmm. and that went into, it just, it flowed really oh, nice. That's the
0: bit though with the, uh, there's some questionable toys in there. And I don't mean like sexual, I mean like uh, racially insensitive toys. But yeah.
2: There was a, a couple of Chinamen, men, wasn't there?
0: Thankfully brief. Yeah, and have you noticed that? as well.
1: Speaking of which, have you noticed on Disney Plus that they started putting a, a card up at the beginning of, of films? I
0: didn't know. No, um, I've not
1: seen that. Yeah, I, 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 I put on, no surprise here because I mention it every other show, I put, I put on uh, Melody Time the other day to watch Once Upon a Time because it's mm-hmm. Christmas, and uh, there's a card on the front of that now that talks about... Um, uh, stereotyping racially insensitive things and everything and the reason that it's there. It, it's a it's a good statement, very similar to what Warner Brothers have done with yeah. some of their stuff as well.
2: I can't remember what's in Melody Time that might prompt that statement. Melody Time. But there's like nine things in Melody Time, isn't there? I? Might yeah, there's
1: some. quite a lot of bits. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure, sure. I'm sure there is head.
2: something. I just can't remember what they all are, all the bit different bits.
1: It only has to be a little bit in one of
0: them though, doesn't it, mm. to, to have yeah. triggered it, so... Should we talk about the music then in this? Because uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: there are some nice little bits. Like that, that that opening number for me was a bit like I'm not that interested. But then mm. uh, I, I can't remember the tune, but they're singing "We work for Santa and have a lot of fun" <laughs> or whatever the tune is. But uh, that was quite fun, and I like the whispering "A cake of soap, a cake of soap."
2: Oh
1: yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love that whole bit when they're talking about all the things that he wants and like, yeah, come on, now. Yeah.
0: He yeah. hasn't washed behind his, his ears so- all year. Yeah, <laughs> give him a cake of soap. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch this again, like, because yeah. I, was, I was I was writing notes, and I have watched it before, but um, I was writing notes, but I just want to just sit for five minutes and just watch it and just really it, Like, it's, it feels like a good Christmas Eve type of thing to watch.
1: Um, I watched it again tonight, um, so and and uh, when I've, I basically, I'm, I'm stuttering a bit here. Basically, I needed to watch the Lego, um awful thing that we've just talked about um and lucas needed to watch this so we sat down together as ollie went to bed and we watched this first and then we watched the star wars and um i second time through i enjoyed it even more but the thing that one thing i noticed and this is kind of music um that i hadn't noticed before was i really like it when they're making the rocking horses and the saw cuts through the wood and it cuts through the wood, and it changes its tone with the music. The second time it cuts through, it's in tune. It's not just the sound of a saw; it's yeah. part of the music. It's very good, very clever. Nice. That
0: is nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the
0: song at the end's nice as well.
1: Yeah, it's just all lovely. It's just, it's just all just it's really cozy. nice and Christmassy.
2: I think I might get this on on Christmas Eve. Getting up on Christmas Eve morning, not Christmas Day. Get that on. Get you know. Bacon sandwiches and dressing gowns. I think that be nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right, should we score it? Yes, let's. I'll, I'll go first, then I've gone second twice. I'm going to say Story. <laughs> um, it's classic. It's got the gags. I'm, do you know, I'm going to surprise you by not giving it a 10, though, because I kind <sighs> of. I've seen more gag-tastic silly symphonies than that, so I'm going to give it a 9. But it is—it's up there doing its job. Um, Animation—it's got to be a ten because you've got to judge it by its era, and it's fabulous. And I love the art. It's a shame about the color of the jackets. Music—it's a silly symphony. I'm going to give it a ten. Hmm. Uh, uh, uh,
4: uh,
0: Story—I've given it a ten. It's just—it's just so much fun. Uh, animation is a ten. Um, I'm just, But I'm, I'm marking that not exactly on the actual... the animation techniques, because even though they were probably, like, at the height for the time, looking back, they are a bit ropey. But it's not just that. It's the whole look and feel of it. Yeah. It's just an umptuous, warm, Christmassy ten. And I gave uh, I gave music an eight.
2: I love the use of the word umptuous, then, Huey.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Story, then... Um- I've given it a seven it's nice and fun could you do much more with six minutes I put but I think you can you know I've been watching I know it's late comes later but I've been watching the uh, the Donald and Chip and Dale shorts because they're really festive some of those are really festive and Christmassy um and and they do a lot more with that amount of time um in things further down the line but I do love it it's really charming Uh, animation I've put 8 it's nice to look at it's missing some of that refinement that comes later on Um, it's very of its time Um, but I think I thought we haven't mentioned it and i like to mention backgrounds I thought the backgrounds were really good really nice looking in general so I've given that an 8 music it makes you feel all festive inside Um, but it's not particularly memorable to me Um, I find the dialogue a bit distorted like I said Uh, but I think the orchestration overall is brilliant I think I'd probably give it an 8.
0: What was your first score there?
1: Uh, story was 7.
2: Do you know, I think that your um, scores were a bit more sensible and considered than mine there, Chris. I think you had really good reasons for it, whereas I just went, oh, it's so lovely, Christmasy, I want to give it 10, 10, 10. 10. 10 9,
1: <laughs> as it were. I try to be consistent where I can.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the festive mood now. So Ollie yeah.
0: gave that a... Boy, did Ollie give that a four? Was it a four out of six? I'll <laughs> gave that a four and Bonnie gave it a five. So that is a score of 89. Whoa. Too wow. Shabby. Is
2: that even higher than um, the Frozen one we just did? It is, isn't it?
0: Yep. Yeah. One more.
2: So the league table for today... No, sorry.
0: That was 82.
2: Goes... What's this called?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Santa's Workshop.
2: Santa's Workshop. Um... Once Upon a Snowman, and yep. then Star Wars Lego Christmas special.
0: Lego, Star Wars, now, th- holiday special.
2: Ding me, ding me, baby.
0: <laughs> I've got something to say about that in a moment, this bell. Do you Can think we should recommend... have a separate. Go on, go we on, Lucy,
2: go. Can I just recommend we something did. on Disney Plus for people to watch over Christmas? And I'll say watch in the loosest possible term, because they have put the Arendelle fireplace yes. on there. For yes, an hour. we put a bit of that on. So yeah, three we,
1: hours. Three hours long it is. Three,
2: is it three hours? We three do hours tend long. to do that on Christmas morning. We put a record mm. on the record player because records feel good, and we mm. put a roaring fire on the television. Nice. Um, so I think it might be the Arundel one this year.
0: Yeah, I've got four things to talk about. Well, can I just <laughs> I, can I just I say about ones. this first? Yeah, yeah,
1: go for it. I've, do you think we should have a separate chart for shorts and count anything under an hour that isn't a classic as a short and therefore then it doesn't conflict with everything else? Or do you think it's okay to put everything into one category?
2: Yes, I think we should. But where does Dumbo go?
1: Well, Dumbo's a classic, so it counts as a film.
2: True. It's under it's an hour, It's as a feature
1: it? length. It is under an hour, yeah. That
0: can be an but exception. What's that noise? So there's a really funny noise coming from the other direction. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's the, that's the uh, the technical stuff that that you do. So you do. What you I'll, want. I'll do that because then <laughs> then if we want to
1: do more in the future, we could just add them into that same bit, can't we? Mm. There we go. Done. It's decided.
0: Right. I want to quickly do some cry factor. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. I really loves it. I don't know why they just can't be together. <laughs> Hughes Cry Factor. Uh, I gave. um, Once upon a snowman got a three when Olaf realises who he is. Yeah? Got some warm feelings. Holiday special, one. Nothing there. (laughs) Oh no, 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 hang on, I put two. There was a reason I put. Oh yeah, I thought at the end there was the beginnings of maybe something. So (laughs) give it a two. Oh, so the first one is, what did they say? Three. Lego is two. And Santa's Workshop, it's not remotely sad. It's just brilliant. So it just gets the one.
2: But didn't you get happy tears? What me and Bonnie call happy tears? Not really. No? <laughs> oh. No.
0: Uh, we asked people on Twitter if they'd got any thoughts on those or any other recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, come on, come on.
1: And last time we forgot to read them out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we did. Uh, Yeah, because Tilly Booth mentioned um, the Arundale fireplace as well, didn't she? Anyway, Uh, yeah. yeah, So Andrew, Mister AJ Palmer says um, the Mandalorian, not remotely Christmassy, but the best thing on television all year.
2: It's been getting some love. Mm.
0: Fair point. Uh, Mercedes from um, Chat Disney says I love all the Frozen shorts Noelle is a favourite too so I haven't watched that yet also I really living... enjoyed that mm, You yeah.
2: recommended that Chris also loving
0: Yeah I really alo- enjoyed that Also loving that Home Alone is now on Disney Plus And then she says Merry Christmas gang You have definitely helped me get through a difficult year Week on week oh. And I listen to Chat Disney uh, Monday mornings usually So they've done the same uh, and Tash also, who um, doesn't, like, Tash doesn't, I'm just checking, it is the same Tash. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she doesn't go on social media much, so we're, we're, blessed, with, chat, we're
2: blessed with... Also from chat, We're
0: blessed with, uh, you know, we're... we're a twofer. Always, always blessed by Mercedes comments, but, but Tash, you know, she's come out of the woodwork
2: prodigal daughter. Um,
0: she says, uh, I've had Mickey's Christmas Carol and Once Upon a Christmas on whilst wrapping presents... Uh, Noelle was also pretty good too I'm yet to watch The Muppet Christmas Carol or whatever it's actually called well that is what it's called so well done. he got it right well done but that's saved for Christmas Eve wishing everyone at 3D uh, sorry 3D Three 370 <laughs> what <are> we call 37 <laughs> DS a <and> Merry Christmas <laughs> thanks Tash. Um that's a good one to say for Christmas Eve is The Muppet Christmas Carol yeah isn't it
2: we went to visit yeah. our mutual friend on their son this afternoon we stood on the driveway two metres apart um, but they just watched them up at Christmas Carol and Peter's two and he very adorably declared "But um what is it?
1: <laughs> oh Lucy God bless us
2: God bless us, everyone. He said his little two year old toddler say? God bless us, everyone. I nearly exploded. Robin Do you know do
0: you know this like thing about my bell? Yeah. Um, how we were trying to get people to guess where it could be. Very little yep. uptake. Well, I think we had one guess, which was from Susie, who thought it might be one of the sort of, uh, Tower h- of Terror. hotel reception bells mm. of the, from the Tower of Terror gift shops. Not that. Mm. Um, I was going to reveal it, but I'm just going to tease it a bit longer because one of our listeners, I've discovered, or you discovered, Chris. I did, yeah. They have the same thing. In a they photograph, do. that's probably giving away too much, and they're going to know now. But that's fine, if, <laughs> you know. But uh, in the background of someone's photograph, we saw this same I saw male and they had Chris saw, and they had no idea. Well, apparently yeah. not. Uh, or maybe they didn't listen to the early. No, he did listen to the early episodes, didn't he? Oh, now you know it's a man. Oh, you've, you've gendered him.
2: You've gendered him.
0: <laughs>
1: the plot thickens.
0: Yeah, I think you know we're pretty close to cracking it now. Yeah, so someone listening is going to go, "Oh, hang on, is it this?" Yes, it is. Was but there we- a prize for it? <laughs> no, Respect. right. Oh, there was so, so then, be, no, there was going to be a prize if you guessed it. But now I think I've just given, basically, given it away to the, this, this one person. But there do we want that a-
1: one person to keep it very quiet when they when they uh, realize this? Maybe and maybe not I say anything.
0: Will. Maybe I will keep the prize. I don't know. The prize was going to be a drawing from me of any Disney character they wanted. Oh. It's a good prize. There we go. I'll do it. I'll do it. Great great prize. But, you know, I won't colour it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention to the colour. I just want to talk about what we're doing for... The
0: mystery of the bell.
2: What we're doing for our next episode. Um, We're not going to have one next week, and then we're going to record one the week after. Um, but we're going to go through some Disney... Uh, there's been a big announcement with the Disney Investor Day, which was a couple of weeks ago, and they've announced, like, 400 new Disney projects. You, That's an exaggeration. You,
1: no, sorry, 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 carry on, Lucy, carry on.
2: Um, so what we're going to do was I was going to collate a list of maybe 20 of them that are the most relevant to the kind of things that we watch, and then I was going to just ask these two guys what their thoughts were and how they were, how excited they were about them and see if we can yeah. get a bit of a league table on excitement. So the next episode will still be a break from our classic show. It will be a looking forward show. Nobody wants to look back on 2020, so we're going to look forward instead um, and go over what we can expect in the future from the Disney Corporation.
1: Yeah. And then we'll get back to the classics after that.
2: Mm-hmm. Where are Cause, we?
1: Because uh, we're, well, we're heading into a really exciting time, everybody, because I think I Brother think Bear's coming up. Brother
2: Bear and <laughs> uh, Home on the Range. and
1: yeah. yeah. The
0: Wild, or whatever it was
2: called. That, that yeah. era.
1: And then at some point during next year, we're going to have to start thinking about what happens next, because we, we'll, uh, I don't know, do we want to push through and try and get get through everything before, before Raya's released and start doing them once every week again, or do we want to just keep going and... And Have we just deal with discussed that when we about get when to we're it. going
2: to review Soul, Chris? And is now well, the time to discuss it?
1: Yeah, but that's the question, isn't it? That is the that question. might
2: come before the Disney Plus one, actually, now I'm thinking about it.
1: Maybe it should. Yeah, it possibly should, we'll shouldn't it? We'll be
2: here, guys. Give us a listen. Goodness
1: me. There's too Could much. We? There's just too much going on. Mm.
2: With how, that's how do we
1: cope? we
0: like it. That's I'm already one. feeling like a backlog of like, we've got like, at least the next two years of Christmas specials, like you know backing up I'm I'm feeling like Noelle's Halloween's in
1: the bag
2: yeah Um, yeah it's it's stressful if you listen to this um, not on YouTube do remember we've got a YouTube channel and all these podcasts go on YouTube uh, like oh they don't I'm going to say do they do
4: they
2: not anymore
1: I, well I put a couple on but the problem is that these ones tend to be like an hour long which the processing time for that is ridiculous uh, so um, i, I kind of stopped Paris doing it but our Disneyland Paris show
2: is live on YouTube every week mm-hmm. and it's also accessible after the live time at half the state on a Sunday night if you want to join yeah. us for the Disneyland Paris show but also we put other tidbits up on there and we've got quite a few tidbits planned for the future I've been doing tid a, you're going to tell me it's tid aren't you <laughs>
4: that's
2: just my mouth that did that Tidbits. Um, so I've been doing some DVC explained videos. I think we're gonna have some book review videos and things. So go over to the YouTube channel and uh, yeah. join the join the party.
0: And yeah. uh, if you look on our Instagrams, uh, like in our saved stories, I've uploaded a little video of a tiki clock because I'm missing yes. the Polynesian resort in uh, not what well, not that we've stayed there, but we've been there uh, in Walt Disney World. So I made a little tiki clock out of a Wall hanging that I've had for a while.
1: Yeah, we got some feedback, didn't we? That that we should be doing more on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, this week f- from one listener. I don't. And so I'm trying
0: to
2: do Instagram. I'm kind of leaving no. that to YouTube because it's just not my platform. I was
0: logged out for a few days because I had to reinstall the app, and then I only had my personal one on there. So, I... but I'm logged into both now, and I'm trying. Yeah. But it's
1: difficult, isn't it? Because like it, Instagram's all about pictures and none of us are getting to the parks or anything at the moment and you don't really want to put pictures of, of films up there because that's kind of using copyright and stuff. So it's just being selective about what we get up there. Uh, I did put one of one of my jingles up, which oh, yeah. probably has copyright issues as well, but I thought I might put some more of those up. I've just got to work out how I do it from an image point of view and stuff as well, but we'll do something. Just keep Jin- putting stuff on jingles there. Jingles
0: all the way, Chris. <laughs>
2: so on Very a good. personal note I just want to say thank you to all our listeners for 2020 which has been a ropey year at best but doing this podcast has possibly been the best thing for all of us I think
1: all of
2: us we've really enjoyed it and without listeners it would be nothing so our thanks goes out to you the listeners um, do, remember, start-
1: do you remember do you remember when we used to do this in the same room together. remember all that?
2: I'm hoping that will Do you remember that was like? I've been figuring out a way that we can um, set up our house to make a, a fairly decent filming studio as well. And,
1: and I've been thinking about what equipment we need so that we can have a mic each to be able to do that as well. So it's good that without even talking to each other, with that in sync that we're thinking, what are we going to do when we've been vaccinated? Um, and then, now we know. <laughs> good yeah. right yeah shall we uh, should we close this up then oh,
2: well, the I'm just in the process of doing so but I'll hand over to you Chris
1: yeah but it's my it's my show yeah. I'm the host on this show whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> I think we need more shows that Hugh hosts because I quite enjoyed that one that he did Not for the Patreon show oh
0: yeah I did do one
1: of them I did plan on doing more of them didn't we say the best
0: one no, nobody some. said that some people nobody said, I said that. that
1: yeah yeah you didn't mean it, though. <laughs> right, enough of that. Have a fantastic Christmas and a wonderful New Year, and we'll be back in 2021.
0: Ooh, see you later.
2: Bye, guys.
0: Um, trying to think of something funny to say at the end. I don't have anything.
2: Good night, children.
0: <laughs> yeah, good night, children. <laughs>